This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hey, hey, happy Tuesday, everybody. You're watching Splash Pages. My name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. Tonight is going to be a fucked up episode. I'm just going to put it out there right now. Whoa. But we, we got a lot of awesome stuff we're going to be talking about. But before that, the Velvet Joker. How's it going, bud? I'm feeling okay tonight because it's Tuesday night and it's Splash Pages night. Oh, yeah. It's singing. That's what I got to say. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Mr. Drew. No, no, pass. I'm here. We're, it's going to be a weird fucking show. Pass. <laughs> Jar Jar. I want Rich to sing again so I can dance. <laughs> but I, uh, uh, it, it is already a fucked up night. I, I couldn't share at all during the, the preview there. Uh, for some reason, it doesn't give me the option to share it. It hates you. Uh, it, I had it to hates do it. Me. Yeah, it was weird. I had to do it from the Facebook page not the group which was odd ah. yeah 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 so it is uh, is it a full moon or something what do you got like a, a mercury on the rise i don't know what it is the santa annas are blowing oh, in california it. right now yeah I, I thought it was el nina uh, i thought that happened 20 years ago no, it came back. <laughs> came back. Came back like syphilis. It's like herpes. Oh, oh man. Syphilis. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so we got a bunch of people watching right now. So if, if you're new to the show, this is Splash Pages, the comic book club, and uh, we thank you for joining us. Our, our book of the week is Next Wave. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit. We have a bunch of comic-related news. We're going to be talking about new comics that are out comic book news we have another artist having some health issues uh actually a writer uh and uh you know rumor news movies uh everything comic related to the galaxy holiday special uh -huh. Holy shit. Uh -huh. oh my god what drew why because i'm busy okay i'm you busy too you watch it or you didn't watch it <laughs> i have yet to watch it b-u-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-
I am your father. <laughs> oh my god, this is like oh, Jeremy is your brother. Snakes. All right. So, um, what do we do first, Leo? Uh, well, let's let's see. So, the main news: uh, Peter David. Uh, he's a yeah. writer of stuff. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. What about Peter David? Uh, Peter David has suffered some health issues. His family has uh -oh. set up a GoFundMe. Oh, God. Oh, no. No, not Peter David. Peter yes. David needs a GoFundMe? Yep. Didn't he, he bring us uh, uh, Miguel? There? Yes, he did. Peter David. Yeah. Peter David has been a consistent writer for both Marvel and DC. Yeah. Um, I want to say... Justice. Since the 70s, Incredible Hulk, Aquaman, Supergirl, Fallen Angel, um, Marvel will remember him. He created Maestro um, in Future Imperfect. He gave us Miguel O'Hara in 2099. He gave us X Factor, which uh, he wrote literally till the end. And by X Factor, I'm not talking about the government one. I'm talking about the... <laughs> so... Um, uh, it was the Simon Cowell one no. from American Idol. Um, so, so just real quick, X he did 12 years of Incredible Hulk. Yeah. He uh, followed. Mm -hmm. Like a life sentence. So, yeah. so uh, he, here's what the GoFundMe says. Uh, Graham Murphy is organizing this fundraiser on behalf of Kathleen David. Uh, it says, hi, mm -hmm. everybody. I'm fundraising for author Peter David and his family. He's had some combat compounded health problems and the bills are piling up on top of kidney failure and the steep medical bills incurred from that. He oh just God. had a, another series of strokes and a mild heart attack. Oh, oh uh, as we wish him a swift recovery and send him our love and support to his wife, Kathleen and mm -hmm. his family. Let's also pitch in and help with their medical bills and living expenses. Please give what you can to relieve some of the immense stress that this family is going through right now on behalf of Peter, Kathleen, and a whole family. Thank you. I I have to chip in. He signed so many of my books. Yep. Like, and it's funny because at one point I kept running into him at cons with my girlfriend. She just, because we both love his work so much, like we just started calling him Grandpa David. Um, just because, you know, he's an older man, ornery. Um, this uh, listen, he has always been great. He's got such a great sense of humor. The last time I saw him in person was uh, I think 2019 New York Comic Con. Um, and uh, personally, I'm also a, a huge X Factor fan. I actually organized a group uh, with one of our uh, with one of our friends, uh, Rich, uh, our, our friend uh, Kevin. Mm -hmm. um, I did an X Factor group and we got to meet Peter David. He loved it. He was like, wow, this is only the second time someone's done an X Factor group for me. I'm like, you're welcome. Um, so what what era did he do X Factor? Because I thought that was Louise Simonson. Yeah. At least he, in the beginning. He, he did, I would say it was the early 2000s era. So it's volume three, I believe. All right. Uh, so that's when Madrox was running the show. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fantastic run. Like, okay. I own all of it, and I will tell you this much: that is one X book never gets old. Uh, yeah, it was the two thousands. Uh, yeah, you're right. X Factor Volume Three. Uh, he uh, he started in the eighties. Um, 
David took over Dreadstar during its first comics run with issue right. 41 uh, after Jim Starlin left. Uh, let's see. And don't forget, he also gave us Aquaman with the hook hand. Yep. That was all him. Seven issue Aquaman miniseries, The Atlantis Chronicles. Yep. And he also, like I said, he also did, he was also responsible for Supergirl being that alien. I believe it was the Matrix. So um, he did that with Gary Frank, you know, the superstar who would later team up with uh, a lot of Jeff Johns. Um, he did X Factor. He did. Um, oh, him and Ron, uh, Ron Mars co-wrote the DC versus Marvel intercompany crossover in 96. Yes, he did. I know. Yes, he did. I have that proudly signed by both him and Ron. Um, yeah. So this is a huge thing. So please, everybody support this man. So. He can still sign for us at Common Engines. Um, that just dropped today. That sounds scary. Uh, looks like uh, it hit the news today. Kidney uh, looks like it, is serious. Yeah, serious ki- kidney stuff. failure is really bad with <laughs> with a stroke and a heart attack. Um, so yeah, it looks like it was started three days ago, and it okay. was uh, hitting the news today. He he's you know, and on top of it, you know, he's struggled with health stuff for a while now because he's a he's a bit. I will, I'm not gonna lie, I've met him a few times. He's a big big guy, um, and he's had a stroke. Take my it, December eBay. He he he's had a stroke in the past, but he pulled through. So you know, again, everybody, you know, your your heroes will not be here forever. So you get a chance to meet him, do it. Well, our. our... Thoughts go out to him and his family. Uh, I, thankfully, we're in a day and age that you know a, a heart attack heart attack does not mean instant death. You know, it's uh, you same know, thing with kidney failure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Leo. Like, because when you said that, I was like, oh no, my heart was just like. Yeah the the comic geek world is getting rocked lately. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Leo. That was wonderful. Uh, <laughs> Can we pick it up with some comic news? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So James Gunn is all over the news today. There's tons of information coming out from James Gunn. Uh, one was, uh, you know, he's been doing a lot of tweets and a lot of uh, um, Mastodon. I was going to say Megalodon, but that's a <laughs> sequel coming out next year. Uh, so, uh, yeah, James Gunn uh, has said, interestingly, Booster was the most requested character when I asked people on Mastodon. Yes what character they'd most like to see on screen. He says, he says, I'm not creating stories by public vote, but I found it fascinating. Nevertheless. Well, I, I, I I have a friend who's going to be very happy about that. Okay. And, and rich, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Someone that we've had on the show. Yep. Um, I also saw that he had a thing where he feels that the video games, are going to contribute to DC's content, like ongoing lore, well, which I think is very smart. So uh, I don't think he actually said video games. I think people are are taking that a little out of context. Um, okay. The information I have is he said DCU will be connected across film, TV, and animation. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, it could very well be, you know, um, uh, uh, the video games as well. Because we, mm-hmm. we do get some excellent stories within the video games. Agrees. Um, Agreed. So, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that's awesome that they're going to start, you know, um, having, you know, 
the animation included as well. You know, as before, you know, DC uh, animated universe was its own separate animal. Mm-hmm. Um, James Gunn so also, beautiful. what's that? And it was so beautiful. I know, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder how uh, the new Batman animated uh, show is going to fall in. We'll see. That would be yeah. interesting. Yeah. If it is all connected, yeah. Yeah. Uh, James Gunn also says uh, he will not attend CCXP oh. 2023 for either Marvel wonder... or DC. Okay. I wonder what that means for the Harley show, though. Also, I'm sorry. Um, it already got um, green light for next season. Oh, so yeah, so yeah, that yeah. means that's continuity now for the DCU. Well, well, they they already have been making comics within that story within I, that world. Yeah, but Bat, so, Batman is to... is such a ding bat in that though. I can't wait to see Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> On, off, on, off, give. I wasn't playing with it. Um, oh, yeah, and Joker's uh, mayor. You know, what, what, that universe oh is so God, fucked right? up. That, that can't be DCU then. That, that, it, it, that would honestly, be honestly, Harley was an unexpected like for me. I really wasn't going to expect I was going to enjoy it. And I came and was like, you know what? This is actually really freaking great. It, yeah. You know, it really surprised well, the me. The writing is very smart. It really and, is. Uh, the, it, the brilliant episode they did where, like, the nerds that, like, hate the Harley show, just the idea of the Harley <laughs> show. And then they watch and they're like, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah. So, so um, I'm sorry, Leo. Uh, I, I had some comic news, but I, I don't want to interrupt you. If you yeah, still yeah. I more. just got a couple of well, for comic uh, related news, I have a bunch of rumors and stuff like that. But uh, the last two items I have for comic related news: uh, last week, a special uh, variant cover of uh, Spider-Man number one, Eminem. which was Eminem uh, with Spider-Man. Uh, it was a five thousand copy variant that sold out last week. Uh, there is a new. I got the FOMO. The... Oh, that. Oh, oh, okay. Wait a second. That Eminem, because I was like, why yeah. is Peter Peter working with a giant piece of chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so since that sold out, apparently this week there's another 1,000 print run that you can order for 75 oh, bucks boy. right now. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with bucks. 75 for bucks. It's just, and it's yeah. the same comic. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going right. to go with a no. Yeah. As I, a fan of both of those people, I'm going to say I'll wait for the trade paperback. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to show you this. Uh, I just paid 15 bucks for this because I missed out on uh, at my LCS. Uh, but the, the reprint. Well, yeah, that came out. That, um, but but that makes sense, Leo, because yeah. that's a part of comic book history. Like, yep, totally. You know, wait, wait, why why does that reprint versus the eight billion other reprints of that same comic have any value? I uh, I just figured, you know, fifteen bucks was an okay price since I just missed out. So, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, it's Leo considering Leo some of your purchases in the past. That's going to be pretty good, buddy. Yeah. So, Jeremy, what were you saying? I was just saying Leo had some FOMO. He had fear of missing out. Yeah. He, he wanted to make sure he got the, the, the book. 
Yeah, I, I, I but, did. I, but at least I, I agree with them. Fifteen bucks, like that—that's not heartbreaking. Seventy-five bucks, so I'm yeah. like, uh, that's for a cover. cell phone bill or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, yeah, you could pay like a nice chunk of a bill or oh, you know, a, a couple yeah, for, bills. And and what does Eminem have to do with comic books? Well, like, don't get a, me wrong, I I enjoy his music, but or well, did. But, and listen, don't you remember the time he teamed up with the Punisher? It's like what? Did he? Yes, he did. I miss no. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of hip hop artists um, have connections and songs that involve uh, comics. Oh, I agree with that. Um, like... And even like um, Method Man, I think he even had a Alexa, uh, podcast that was specific to comics for a while. He did, and that's on why... Marvel.com, wasn't it? Yeah, and that's another reason he handed up on that episode of Luke Cage. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, uh, last item I do have is uh, on comic book related news. Uh, Batman One Bad Day. Uh, there's yep. a new issue coming out uh, covering Bane. And uh, Jim nice. Lee's going to be doing a variant cover, which looks pretty Ooh, cool. Ooh, that's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Did you pick up the new JSA today or tomorrow? Are you getting the I, new I, JSA? I am going to give it a shot. I am as well. Yeah, that's part of my comic book news, actually. Is it a oh. new series? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jeff Johns is back in JSA. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So um, for comic book news, there are a few things. Uh, I'm going to go over a couple of highlights and then some new releases that I thought are worth mentioning. Uh, one of the big ones is that a new Spidey villain is getting her own uh, solo series. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about a villain. It's called Hollow's Eve. Um, Not familiar with it. Yes. Well, apparently, uh, Hollow's Eve looks like some sort of like female. Uh, she looks kind of like a, a mix between like a, a Mary. If Mary Jane took fashion advice from the Hobgoblin, but is still sexy. Um, so she, her debut sold out in Amazing Spider-Man uh, 14 last week. And because it's been so popular, could she's her first appearance is a prelude to the upcoming Spider-Man X-Men arc, uh, Dark Web. Um, she's been so popular that they decided, hey, this new baddie, who's actually a longtime character of another Spider-Man, uh, Ben Riley, um, yeah, she got her powers from Madeline Pryor, who, as we know, is the evil Jean Grey clone, uh, also Mother Cable. That's funny um, that you said that, Madeline Pryor, because when you were describing her, that's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, so that's the thing. Not She's not Madeline, but she got per- get powers from Madeline. Um, so, yeah, essentially, this is all starting the new... It's a new saga, so she's going to get her own limited series in March. It's going to be written by Erica Schultz and uh, drawn by Michael Dowling. I don't uh, I did I didn't exactly see how many issues, but you know, oh, it's a one. It's basically a one five-part miniseries, and it's going to be on sale March first. If yeah, March first. So, I mean, looks interesting, and it's always nice to see a Spidey villain. But of course, since Spider-Man has so many, how will we ever know? Um, true. They, have they introduced her yet? Yeah, she's already been. Like I said, she was introduced. Amazing Spider-Man 14 last week, and her, her from what I've seen, her, her debut sold out, so pretty popular. 
Wow, well, so they just introduced her, and they're giving her own series already. Someone mm -hmm. feels uh, pretty strongly about this character. Yeah, pretty much. So um, basically, they're going to be exploring her powers, her backstory. I mean, she's a loyal, longtime girlfriend of Ben Riley, who, as we know, was Peter's clone, a.k.a. the Scarlet Spider. So we got that going. Um, Hellcat, uh, uh, Patsy Walker, she has a new uh, solo comic series that's actually going to be a murder mystery. Uh, it's a five-part series. It's going to be uh, written by, I believe, uh, one second, um, Christopher Cantwell and illustrated by Alex Lind. So um, Hellcat has been, has kind of re-emerged in the Marvel world. She was played a big role in the most recent Iron Man series. So right now, this new series is going to embrace her history, including her relationship that she once had with Damon Hellstrom, a.k.a. Son of Satan. So essentially, um, she's framed for murder, and she's investigating uh, a house haunted by the ghost of her mother. So when the someone close to Patsy's inner circle is murdered, Hellcat becomes the prime suspect. Now, Patsy must prove her innocence and evade both the police and the supernatural threat of the sleepwalkers. To add perils to faces, she her demonic ex, Damon Helsum, shows up, and that's never a good thing. So I think this is another five-part miniseries. Um, I was like, okay. That I'm fine with miniseries. Sounds like fun. Yeah. You know, five-part miniseries, also out in March. Um, this week uh, is a lot of big stuff for Marvel. We're seeing the end of Jason Aaron's uh, Avengers run, which began in 2018. Um, the first issue of what's called Avengers Assemble Alpha, uh, which is by Jason Aaron and the great artist Brian Hitch, unites essentially three different teams Jason Aaron worked on. Uh, it's basically going to be the capstone to his era of Avengers, which started in 2018 and has been pretty freaking big altogether. Uh, we're also seeing the return of one extreme team. So Chris Claremont, yes, Chris Claremont and Salvador Luaca are reuniting for Extreme, and that's with an X, X-Men uh, issue one. So this is literally a new story that's set up after their original run. So a powerful psychic attack on Kitty Pride from her own animal Ogun brings back the Extreme team back together for a high stakes mission. But what secret is Ogun hiding? And will even the combined might of Bishop, Sage, Gambit, Rogue, Rachel Summers, Storm Wolverine be enough to stop his insidious plan? Um, which I'm like, wow, we're bringing back the extreme era. Um, and one more thing that I would love to bring up is we're seeing a return to Planet Hulk um, yeah. in a kind of Elseworld story. It's called Planet Hulk Warbreaker. It's by Greg Pak is returning, artist Emmanuel Garcia. And the plot is where a thousand years from now, a young woman with green skin searches for the legendary <clears throat> green scar to help save her brother from a group of apocalyptic cultists. But which Hulk will she find? After all these years, is he truly the Sakarsun who will save us all or the world breaker? So, okay. I listen. I enjoyed Planet Hulk. I loved World War Hulk as an event. Um, 
you know, it's always nice when the original writers come back because I feel like you're just going to get exactly the same thing. Um, so there it's, that's for Marvel. Um, I was reading something about uh, thanks to CBR where we're going to see uh, where they were basically going over every major comic book event planned for 2023. So you have Marvel, it looks like to be they're going to be planning a number of events and DC is going to be teasing like a year long arc. Um, not again. Yeah, uh, well, poor Leo. <laughs> well, that I will, wallet. Well, I will say that uh, this is all part of for DC, the dawn of DC. Um, one storyline of theirs actually seems pretty cool. It's called Lazarus Planet, and essentially, Razal Ghul's Lazarus Pit, the resin that you know helps to restore him and bring him back to life and stuff, will actually cover the Earth. And it's going to essentially promise to change a group of, you know, heroes in a new ways. For instance, we're going to see Batman donning Dr. Fate's helmet, hmm. um, which I'm like, wow, that's cool. Are we doing and, some Alma games? Uh, and Jonathan Kent will be developing some new electrical power. So this is similar to back in the day. I think you guys remember Superman split in half. Yep. He oh, had the blue. blue. Red. I hated that. Yeah, so, hated I'm that. sorry. I really did. I dropped off of Superman as soon as that, not as soon as it happened, but like mm -hmm. it, it messed me up for a while with soups. Can, can we oh, just. Go ahead, Leo. No, it, it, it's. Well, the... before Leo has a has a heart attack and we have to send up a GoFundMe <laughs> for him. Um, so. That, but they're speaking of Superman, they are doing a new event there where basically you're going to see Superman and his whole team, everybody super related, uh, John Kent, Supergirl, Connor, unifying jackets and costumes. We're even going to see China's super hyphen man and um, uh, Natasha Irons is steel. So we're going to get them all back together um, for Marvel. They're doing a Cold War crossover event so we're gonna have sam sam wilson and we're gonna have steve rogers working together we're gonna explore some secrets of cap shields connection to something called the outer circle so you got colin kelly jackson lansing with carmen camaro and tochi onebushi with uh artist ig garara so basically you're gonna have the character nomad is gonna come back who is an alternate version of Bucky Barnes from another mm -hmm. universe and we're going to deal with revenge fuel plans from the White Wolf who as people might remember is a Black Panther character mm -hmm. and Crossbones so you got that um, it looks to be that Marvel is trying to do a kind of reliving Agent, Age of Apocalypse they're doing a Sins of Sinister event um, with the X-Men so essentially Mr. Sinister no judgment here, has been plotting and scheming, and essentially his uh, plans will alter reality. Similar to Age of Apocalypse, so it's going to have a bunch of tie-in issues, new sinister forms, whatnot. So, Are I was they like, going to do a bunch of crazy embossed covers as well? Um, from what I'm seeing, yeah, it looks like it. Well, I... not that it's embossed, but it's just... Well, you know, it sounds like different. they're going back to the 90s, like doing a whole re rehashing the 90s, early 2000s. 
Well, it looks like that, Jeremy. And it's funny that because back to DC, well, they they just didn't they just do a uh, retelling of Death of Superman as well? Yes, yeah. they did actually. Mm-hmm. So basically, the back to 30 DC. Year, Thirty-year anniversary, something mm-hmm. happened, just yeah. happened. Yeah. So back to DC, you have the dawn of DC era. So you're going to have essentially dawn of DC. You're going to have twenty new titles. Um, with a focus on solo series. So it'll be the solo series, but of course, they're all going to play a larger role in the bigger story, yada, yada, yada. Leo already mentioned that there is going to be a new Batman event. Personally, I don't give a shit. Um, I did? Well, there's there's a new event that they're working on at Dawn DC called the Night. So it's called Night T. And then moving past that, personally, I don't care. Uh, for Marvel... If you guys love symbiotes, where they're going to be, there's going to be a summer of symbiotes event. Didn't they just do that? Yeah, they did, didn't they? With like the Venom verse and everything. It, it was the world symbiote world or whatever. It was that black. King, yeah, King King, of black, King, black, King, King King of Black. King yeah. Black. Yeah. So basically, we we're, we're getting more. So well, so we're basically going to see a few new heroes and villains. Um. So I believe what they said is sun's out, tongue's out, get ready for the return of old faces, the view of new symbiote heroes, and exciting shifts for iconic symbiote stars. The season of symbiote insanity. So Leo looks upset by all of this. He's shaking his head. That man could be a bobblehead right uh, yeah. now. Um, well, Leo, you'll said, save some money this year. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And that's a way to look at it. Yeah. But then, my, oh, yeah, the yeah. last big thing is that we might be finally seeing the end of uh, the current X-Men era with the new Fall of X event. So this whole... Genosha going to go down or something like that? They they haven't really said anything, but... Didn't they they just do a reboot of X-Men like two years ago? uh, Yeah, well, this... All the Hickman stuff. Yeah, exactly, Rich. So this is all the Hickman stuff that we've been building... Because um, they've had events where they, you know, kind of expose X-Men secrets and, and, and whatnot. And you're already dealing with this crossover between them and the Eternals, Judgment Day. Personally, I it's just a lot. And I'm sorry, I haven't cared in years, so I don't really care right now. Um, <laughs> that's main Marvel. And then with DC, there's a lot going on there. Personally, like Jeremy brought up, I think the best one of the best things that they're doing is we have the JSA. Uh, issue one, written by Geoff Johns, drawn by Mikkel Janin. Uh, personally, very excited for that, especially because that's going to tie into another series that they're working on, Stargirl and Lost Children, which is yep. continuing the story that they had from the All-Star special uh, about a year or so ago. Um, I heard something they're doing like a Golden Age. like so, what, yeah. what, What's the Golden Age thing going on right now? Um. Well, that's they're they're working on bringing back more of those golden age heroes, um, but I, I don't recall. I mean, I'm not seeing anything here on on what I'm reading. Although I'm not going to lie, in terms of Christmas issues, they do have one called DC's Grifter got run over by a reindeer. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and I'm very excited about that because I do love a, a good Christmas story, and it looks like it's an anthology series. So. Uh, let's see. 
who made it to the nice list? Hawkman, Black Canary, is that Animal Man on the naughty list? And how did Grifter find himself and the targeting sites of those pesky reindeer? Get one for you and an extra loved one for their, their stocking. You will be glad you did for this holiday song celebration. I was like, I was like, all right, maybe I'll check that out. Grifter <laughs> got run over by a reindeer. reindeer. And then the last thing Mar- to bring up in terms of new releases, wait, wait, Wild wait, 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 Storm wait, wait. is oh. having a 30th anniversary special. Um, DC has been really making a lot of an effort to bring these characters back into the DC universe. Um, and as we know, this is Jim Lee's baby. So, uh, yeah, so 30 years. Uh, basically, this is going to be a 100-page uh, issue for $7.99. You're going to have – there are going to be reprints. There's going to be new stories, old stories. It's going to be great. What so, a deal. I know. $7.99, Leo. Uh, so so um, I, I, I was just going to add my two cents of uh, when you said Grifter got run over by a reindeer uh, walking home from the LCS on Christmas Eve. Oh. <laughs> Leo, I know this is. I know that you're the monkey on the keyboard, and part of this is your network. So I say this with love. Get out. <laughs> uh, I just want to say this week is the week of number ones. You could say one is yeah. the loneliest number of uh, one. Well, I wanted to add uh, to Drew saying uh, Marvel has their new Star Wars book coming out with has which has like eight first appearances coming out in it so yeah our wars is starting their whole new universe so yeah jeremy there is going to be an event there it's called hidden empire personally i don't really care too much about the star wars either so like the the those for those who are into the books and the movies and the shows and everything they are expanding on that universe quite a bit oh did um uh, I know nobody did. Uh, did anybody watch Andor? I did. You did? It was good. Yeah, I, I like I, it. In the end, I actually ended up enjoying it. Did you uh, watch the um, post-credit scene? Oh. Oh, for the first time ever, I did not think to do that. Oh my god! Okay, Man, do you, wanna, you gotta do you, you gotta smoke. Right, I gotta go back. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah, sure, why not? So, got, these guys don't care. Yeah. So, spoiler. I know. So you know Andor was in jail. Yeah, yeah. You oh, know, my God. You know uh, where they kept on building those pieces? Mm-hmm. Those, you want to know what those pieces are? I, I'm assuming. Uh, the, no, the, go ahead. They're critical pieces to the laser of the Death Star. I, I I so, was assuming, so, but so the last scene you see robots using those pieces, like uh, putting things together, and then so it's... we are getting a season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did confirm uh, that Andor somehow made enough fantastic. that a season two has been justified. And that that is somehow enough. I agree, Drew, because like so many people were hating on that show. Well, it, it had such a slow burn, but then like. Yeah you realize that it was not about Andor. It's like the birth of the, uh, you know, rebellion. Um, and just there, there was just so much background story that was just amazing. There's a, a fan theory going around that that little red robot mm-hmm. is supposed to be K2SO. Maybe they'll do like a, a no transfer kidding. into his body. That would be interesting. <laughs> 
That's great, Leo. <laughs> I'm waiting for Triple Zero to make an appearance. Um, so yeah, that's all the news I had. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to go over. These are all the number ones this week, which is pretty crazy. And you already, uh, yeah. So you have Thanos Death Notes number one. Planet. Oh, Darth Vader's got another one too. Uh, well, that that's issue twenty nine. Um, so yeah, the, lie. it's not a number one, Leo. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Thanos, uh, Death Notes number one, Planet Hulk, World Breaker number one, Extreme mm-hmm. X Men number one, Avengers Assemble Alpha number one, and Peter mm-hmm. Parker and Miles Morales Spider Man Double Trouble, Double Dwibble number one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. all the Avengers in the Avengers these days. Man, listen, Rich, there's so many Avengers at this point. I don't even know Isn't anymore. everybody in an Avenger? It's, I think I made the joke to somebody last night that the Avengers are like the law and order of the Marvel Universe. Eventually, everybody gets a cameo. So uh, so DC has Marvel beat this week with number ones. Which there's is so that, many. Oh, my God. Now, some of these, I admit, are annuals. But here's all the number ones for this week. Uh, Batgirls, annual number one. Blue Beetle, graduation day, number one. DC's Grifter got run over by a reindeer, number one. Uh, why don't you move over? Detective Comics, annual number one. John Stewart, the Emerald Knight, number one. Uh, Justice yeah. so- Society of America, number one. Nightwing, annual number one. Nubia and the Justice League special, number one. Superman, Cal L returns special, number I like one. That cover for JSA. Yeah. yeah, right. The Huntress, so cool. Mm-hmm. The, the variants also pretty good too. But Leo, I'm just again. There's so many number ones, man. Yeah. Like, like, and and like you said, Leo. Like, they're all a lot of them are annuals. So I'm like, okay, but like, well, three three of the nine are annuals. Right. So, I mean, that no. still leaves you with what six? But six. yeah, yeah. This justice. I might have to have. Uh, have my LCS put this aside for me. Oh yeah, I've heard that, I heard good things about Nubia. You know, she's oh, a good oh, character. Oh, sorry, I th- I th- I thought I put on JSA. I'm sorry. Yeah, the check the variants Where's out. The, the variants for it are gorgeous. The J- this is it. That's what I yeah. wanted to see. Yeah. yeah, that's that. Well, that's all Michael Yannon. I mean, he does great work. You know, but the like I'm telling you, Leo, definitely check out. I saw the variants for it. Oh, they're gorgeous. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, just Society of America: The New Golden Age, Part One. There you go. So, Rich, I think that's what you might be talking about for the Golden Age. Yes, that's what Leo was talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, well, that that was uh, new comics. Um. There's a bunch of uh, rumors this week for mm-hmm. for movie news. Um, just want to go over some of the stuff real quick. Uh, let's see. We lost Jar Jar. Where'd he go? Uh, he, didn't, he, he didn't want to get spoiled by the rumor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's up? Okay. So again, yeah. take these totally with a grain of salt because these are from the uh, uh, the hidden communities of the Marvel and DC spoilers. Oh uh, but they are saying Tom Holland signed a new contract for Spider-Man number four. Sony okay. wants to film out by 2024. Okay. Uh, James McAvoy said he definitely did not get the call for Professor X and Secret Wars. And if he did get the call, he would not tell us. 
Smart. Um, again, these are all rumors. Uh, okay. White Tiger. Same thing Toby McGuire said. <laughs> uh, White Tiger, possibly major role in Daredevil Born Again. Uh, okay. Uh, Aubrey Plaza confirms a pivotal role in the Agatha spinoff. He did. I, I saw that. that. Yeah. Uh, Amelia. I Cl- confirmed. I don't think even think that's a rumor at this point. Nah. Well, okay. just, just to be safe, I'm calling it a rumor. <laughs> All right. For legal technicalities. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Amelia Clark is called Gaia in Secret Invasion. She is the daughter of Talos. Okay. Uh, William Jackson Harper from Good Place. Uh, hey. he, he will be playing a character named Quaz in Quantum Mania. Okay. Speaking of quantum mania, uh, a uh, uh, new uh, like 3D display uh, was leaked, and uh, Bill Murray has top billing with the rest of the other characters, uh, saying that it's he's playing a larger role than uh, a lot of people thought. Oh well, hey, it is what it is. No one's ever going to believe it. Yep. Uh, um. Marvel uh, to get the rights back to Namor in the next two years, along with Hulk reverting back to Marvel in the next two years. And uh, this year was a big rumor. A new actor will be playing Batman in DCU. Pattinson will continue to be the solo Batman, uh, the Batman and the solo Matt Reeves movies. Well, okay. Uh, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I mean... I mean, again, that's the thing about Batman is anybody could be Batman. I mean, how one, I mean, two of us could be, one of us can't Well, because it betrays his villainous roots. Well, that, that, I mean, from what, you know, James Gunn and, and was it Saf? I, I forgot the other guy's name. Um, Peter Saffron or yeah. something? Yeah. So, I mean, they, they brought Cavill back. So, I mean. You would think Affleck would make a return. So, again, like right. I said, you know, all these are rumors. So we'll uh, we'll take them all with a grain of salt. Okay. Yeah. So, do you want before we get to the book? Do you want to see what happened with Jeremy? Yeah. Let me uh, let me text him. He said it'd be right back. I texted him already. Oh. Well, okay. Well, thank you. No. So um, I, I can show you a new pop I got. Yeah, we saw that last week. Okay. Well, I'm trying to kill time. He's excited. <laughs> well, I mean, Rich, Rich fan of Kevin Smith. Rich, uh, Rich, can, Rich can always just start singing again. Well, how about a new book Rich I got? Well, um, I'd like to remind everyone, if you guys did not already check out, we did a fantastic interview last week with uh, Mr. Uh, Mitchell Whitfield. Yeah. And uh, you should definitely check that out on YouTube. Um, I'm assuming it's up there, right, Leo? It is. All right. Nice. Yeah. Our part two, because uh, Drew was the one uh, who initially interviewed him at Rhode Island Comic Con. True story. So so we're hoping we can just complete the trilogy with having him back on the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I actually uh, just got a reply from him just uh, this morning, and uh, he can't wait to uh, come back soon. Boom. There you go, Leo. We did you good. Yay. Well, Mr. Publicity. (laughs) Well, he he was a lot of fun to have on, so it's – yeah. I I still think the next time we have him on, we just do a board game with him. We do the first Splash Pages board game with the celebrity. <laughs> I don't know how, but we know it's definitely yeah. doable. So while we were, wait for uh, Jar Jar, um, 
you know, we didn't even talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did, and Drew said he didn't watch it. Okay. I didn't watch it, okay? And I do not want it spoiled for two reasons. One, I love Christmas movies, and you both know this. Mm -hmm. Number two, Guardians is one of my favorite Marvel properties because I think it's actually funny versus, ha-ha, Marvel, everything's a joke funny. Um, And three, reasons one and two, so don't spoil anything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so um, but there was something interesting in it, which is probably what Leo was talking about, which is sort of MCU impactful. And I'm certainly not going to ruin it for you, Drew. Um, okay. But I will tell you that is something that is certainly not canon in the comics. So of course the nerds will be in an uproar. Mm. And uh, that sort of news, the um, uh, sort of like uh, the fan theory, you know, enthusiasts uh, have been saying that is going to play a an important role in Quantum Mania. Okay, it'll be Kangarific. It will. It'll be King Ramatutlicious. Yeah. You know what? I'm still really impressed with how he looks in Quantum Mania. Like the second I saw that, I was like, "Wow, you!" Like that to me made a little bit more of a stronger case for him being this big overarching villain in the next saga of Marvel. You know, Look, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to different. No, versions. Justin, we did not. We did not confirm Mephistopheles. Okay? Yes, yes, we did. Mephistopheles, <laughs> yum yum, bumblebee, bumblebee, tuna. Yeah, I didn't, didn't bumblebee, we hear it's going to be? Um, uh, I thought it was going to be uh, Mephista was going to be was confirmed. No, I don't know. No, so, <laughs> no one knows. So, so uh, just real quick, uh, non-spoiler initial thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Go Velvet Joker. Um, well, I, I did a non-spoiler TikTok, so you should check that out on Velvet Joker 1. Uh, but, I mean, it was a great holiday fun. It had singing. Um, I don't think it's anyone's surprise. It was certainly in the trailers that Kevin Bacon's in it, and he did tremendous in it. Um, Drax and Mantis make a great like couple i could totally see that being a solo movie uh-huh i i know drax is i, I think he might be kind of poo-pooing on marvel right now but maybe maybe that would, would be something to bring him back um other than that uh, i don't want to spoil anything but um no it, it was it was great it i don't usually like holiday movies i like murder in my holiday movies i don't think there was any murder in this um just, almost just a few, there was almost a few beatings <laughs> But, hey, but no murder. What kind hey. of holiday movies are you watching? I think, Rich, listen, if you invite me to a holiday party, I'm going to respectfully decline and just say it's for the distance. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I've said before, I like, you know, the uh, Santa Claus uh, episode of American Horror I love the Story. Santa Claus. Oh. oh, my God. That violent night looks so awesome. Yeah, Yo. I'm looking forward to that violent night. Those are my I, kind of. Those are my kind of Christmas. Like, movies. I, I can't wait to watch that. Like, I know it's going to be dumb. But oh. Santa in a Die Hard, I was like, um, yes. Speaking of <laughs> hey, Christmas Leo. and Die Hard, thank you, Drew. Did You're you welcome. guys know um, one of the villains that was in the Die Hard crew, um, he died. Yes, yeah. uh, Theo. Uh, from, uh, the, Walker uh, Ranger, Texas Walker Ranger. Yeah, it's the uh, the actor who played Theo. He was Alan Rickman's hacker in Die Hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah he, and he, he died, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, I think, yeah. 66. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, now yeah, everyone's dying in their 60s. I got less than 10 years left, guys. I hope we hope we make an impact. Well, we, we, we need to stay alive until they finish that Benjamin Button's uh, um, uh, friggin' pill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which apparently, I thought you meant like a movie. I thought there was going to be like a redux or something. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, they, <laughs> they, uh, they were able to sex, uh, successfully reverse the aging in mice. So, hey, uh, Leo. Yeah. I, but the reason I, like I fell off just a second ago is I wanted to show you one of my FOMO purchases. Okay. Do you what remember do you when this happened in Batman? Yes. Uh, yes. No, well, I don't remember that. When you mean well, when the Joker didn't take his face off? But, but look how that. sad I went. I went to every convention and got oh, every wow. variant possible wow. of this book. There, there's so many more. They, they just keep going and going and going and going and going. Wow, that's a lot and of. They're fun. all different. They're all different. Okay. It, it's I, I I just wanted to show Leo that he was not alone in the FOMO. Okay, Jeremy, do I even need to ask how much all that was? Oh, uh, no 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 no! Don't 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 tell our audience. Let them just think we live a lavish, nerdy lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, very lavish. <laughs> um, I I was just gonna say. Holiday special was uh, I, I found it a bit cheesy. It was good, but it was cheesy. Oh, it was just it's a, a holiday special. Just the right yeah. amount of cheese. Yeah. Okay. It was an adequate amount of cheese. Yeah. Velveeta. Yep. I like Velveeta. Yeah, Gouda. you know you can get Velveeta in, in the uh, well, in the brick. Peasants. Oh in yeah, we we get it in the brick. You can also get the slices now too. Yeah, Velveeta, oh. you peasants. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I flick it at people and slap it on babies' faces. <laughs> and you I wonder the... why you don't get invited to more parties. <laughs> uh, any of you watch them Wednesday? Uh, I... Not yet, but all my kids love it. Oh my god! I'm so I'm looking forward to that. I honestly, and I haven't said that about a Tim Burton related thing in a long time. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be entertaining at least. But it, you know, it is. I think they casted the Wednesday episode. Early. But I think the young lady, um, I think her last name is Ortega. I think she's doing yeah. a brilliant job. Jenna Ortega, in, yeah, uh, totally. She was in you, and like, yeah, she's she's a perfect choice for that role. And she like, does not blink. She's got that down. Mm. Yeah, she, they they uh, they made it a point because I think she did a scene. She didn't do it, and Burton was like, "Do that," and she's yeah, she doesn't blink any of her scenes. She's just. <laughs> uh, um, that that's uh, what uh, me and Megan are watching now. That's our our show. We've decided to watch, and uh, we're, uh, we're we just finished episode four. So, okay. Yeah. So How many shows do you take down a night? Oh, we don't watch that much TV. Really? Yeah. So like, uh, um, when we sit down and have dinner, we'll watch like a show or two. Um, oh. You know. That's nice. Yeah. But you they, know, it's not every night, you know, because you know she's uh, she's at her parents on Wednesdays, and then um, Leo you know, does podcast Monday through Wednesday. Yep, exactly. Yep, but remember Thursdays are not on the date table. Night. Yep, yeah. Thursdays are date, date night. night. Yeah, date night. Yeah, I always look forward to those photos. Yeah. Aww. We yeah. uh we we uh the reason why I cut it a little close tonight is we actually took a walk over at uh, Mystic Seaport. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I forgive you. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Um. <laughs> all right. So, Drew, Drew before gonna... you, before you, I'm sorry, before you delve a little bit too deep into the comic book, because I think that's about where you're about to go. Is that yet? Is that, that yes? That's literally what I was about to start with. That okay. Oh, I, I I have a, a question. First of all, this is a uh, next wave. Next wave Marvel. I'm totally going to let Drew introduce it, but I have a question. So we have the team, right? Yes. So we have Photon, formerly Captain Marvel, correct? Yes. We have Elsa Bloodstone. Yes. Uh, we have Machine Man. Yes. Um, and we have uh, Captain, um, I'll say it in Pig Latin, Captain Upsay. Just call him the Captain. Oh, I thought he was captain? just Captain at this point. Now, was he, now my, my question, Drew, is, because he said at one time he called himself he Captain, captain Universe, Marvel. and he had the oh, outfit. Yeah. So it, does he have the powers of Captain Universe? No. No. <laughs> so he's just an unknown character. Basically. He just got the characters, that the powers that they kind of explored in this comic. Yes. I felt so bad for every one of those characters, but also, like, good lord, they deserved it. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, so I, now I'll let Drew introduce, because well, well, I had to ask that one question, because I was so confused about Captain um, Fuck. Can, can, just, call, just call him the captain. That's his character's name, though. Captain Fuck. And you didn't realize that until a couple of uh, epi comics in, because they didn't really describe what the skull, skull, skull was, and then everyone started saying things that it was obvious. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I have on. a question. That skull, skull thing, they kept changing what the word was, because I was yeah. trying to use fuck for all of those. Oh, I, I, I was replacing that with every single friggin' yeah. word. Yeah. Is that, is that, I had shit but, fuck cunt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, Drew, I have a question for you. Yes. What the flying fuck kind of drugs were you Whoa. on when you, <laughs> when, when you suggested this? Yeah. This is a weird one. We can't. We Never mind the that. team. How about the villain? Okay, so the villain, and then the surprise villain behind the villain. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, and what happened to the villain at the end? Oh my god. All right, all right. We're getting too deep. Through. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so introduce it. Okay, everybody. Hello. As you can tell, I'm just lavishly lying down because I am excited to introduce probably one of the weirdest books we've ever read on Splash Pages. So to answer that question, welcome to Next Wave, the brilliant love child of Warren Ellis and Stuart Immonen. Um, honestly, kids, I got to be real with you. You got to read this to believe it because some of it is just it's fucking weird. weird. So this primarily is the love child of Warren Ellis, uh, who people would know as a writer who did uh, Planetary and The Authority. Uh, back in the day, who literally said, and I quote, I took the authority and stripped it out all the plots, logic, characters, and sanity. It's an absolute distillation of the superhero genre. No plot lines, characters, emotions, nothing whatsoever. It's people posing the street for no good reason. It's people getting kicked and then exploding. It is a pure comic book, and I will fight anyone who says otherwise, and afterwards they will explode. Welcome to Next Wave. Agents of hate. So, ah, so I, 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 I what do you guys think? I, so I the knew. Agents of hate, like the agents of Shield. What happened? Yeah, I'm just for people that don't know out there, agents of hate is much like Shield. Yes, 
yes. but different. But much wackier. And instead of Nick Fury, um, we've got, yeah. uh, what is this guy's name? Uh, Dirk Anger. Dirk, yeah, Dirk Anger. Dirk Anger. I, I knew this was going to be fucked Fuck up one day, and he was making a call, and this giant telephone comes down. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I, I, I just want to point out. <laughs> the koala bears were one of my favorite oh, weapons. Oh, drop bears. They're drop, drop bears. bears. Yeah, drop okay. bears. Listen, so the point of this, this, everybody, is if you're still with us as you watch these insane images, is you have the most unlikeliest group of people stuck together, traveling across America, dealing with weird fucking shit. We're talking weapons of unusual mass destruction. And they one find of out being an adventure. They find out the people who put them together are actually terrorists trying to destroy the world. So they decide to say, fuck it, jack their ride, and go around stopping this shit. Not only jack their ride, they steal their marketing plan. Yes, that too. So, and the best part is that these story arcs are extremely short. Warren Ellis specifically made them two-issue story arcs. And, um, And this only lasted 12 issues, which made it a very short read. Or as Mr. Uh, Rich over there said, I finished it in one night, um, which I can't tell if that's a compliment to his reading comprehension or if he was just like, I don't know, I just kept smoking and this started to make sense. <laughs> um, it was just so weird and I enjoyed it. And uh, I, I, I appreciate this. I, this is this comic is not for everyone. No, if you no, like, definitely not. If you like a weird story and you like, I mean, this is kind of like, pulling together like a guardians of the galaxy just I weird really... characters that shouldn't probably work together yet somehow warren ellis made it work so i have to ask so guys i have to ask and i want us each to go around which was so here's what i'm asking who was your favorite character what was your favorite origin flashback and what was your favorite story arc in this 12 <clears throat> issue craziness so uh, because Leo insulted me, he'll go first. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm not good with names, but uh, the robot is friggin' hilarious. How he machine man? That would be Aaron. Okay, so yeah. Aaron, machine man, calling everybody yeah. fleshy ones. Yeah, the fleshy ones. Oh my Come god, here, fleshy one. Um, the my favorite origin story has to be the redhead. Oh, uh, oh yeah. How that was like the bloodstone? Yeah. So uh like Oh the creature she gets. Oh my god, how the father like just circumcise him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Now, Leo, you realize that's the character from Werewolf by Night. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh yeah, once I put two and two together, it's like Bloodstone. Wait, is that Werewolf by Night? Oh yeah, it is. Uh and uh the storyline, I mean it's uh they're all just so freaking good. Um, yeah, but what was your favorite? If you had to pick one, the I would say the most memorable right now, other than Fin Fang Foom, which was hilarious. That was uh, fucking funny. I, I would say the um the molten men and uh, that demon from the weird dimension or whatever. Oh yeah, the dim dimension. Dim dimension where he he like uh he. he, he was d- a- he took a hundred bucks and uh, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> he, he, he oh, yeah, and he wanted one of the suicide girls yeah. in order no. to take over. No the world. blondes. Yeah, hundred bucks and a suicide girl. <laughs> <laughs> no blondes. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. Rich, what what about you? Um, dude, so much of it. So much of it. Um, I, I I can't pick one thing. There were so many weird, cool things like the uh, the broccoli zombie people in yeah. the fields. Mm-hmm. Um, right. just Captain Fuck. Everything about Captain Fuck. Um, did you like? Did you like that he decided they could kill the broccoli because uh, thing, they were the constant jokes about Fing Fang Foom having underpants. <laughs> yep. Did you and Rich? Did you enjoy that uh, when the captain got his power? That he thought the people giving him were leprechauns. He beat them and then he <laughs> he puked on them. Uh, yeah, and he ends up beating up because he thought they were going to give him gold coins. Yep. Um, um, it's it, it's it's all crazy and fun, and uh, I don't want to ruin the end, but like the end of what? Yeah. Because at, there are three different who you think is the main bad guys at one point, And it is not Mr. No one or Mr. None such, whatever. Yeah. Is. That is definitely not. He, he's who's he's who they are build up for the whole series of being the bad guy. But then mm-hmm. that last, I don't know if it was one or two last <laughs> comments, it really gets more involved and you're like, what? And then you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I definitely don't want to ruin it, but it, if you want to have a good time one night, read it. And it, it is, it, it's because of my, I, I did not extra smoke that night, Drew. Um, I did the regular amount of smoke. And mm-hmm. uh, I probably only, I smoked once before and once after the sixth. Um, and I kept going and uh, just, just a joy, a real joy. And yeah, and these little intro things, some of them were repeated with them every yeah, the comic. And questions. then two or three of the questions would change. And just humor. If you want, good humor and a writer that is he's not trying to take it too seriously right so uh, jeremy w- jeremy what about you man oh machine man was definitely my favorite uh the origin story oof. I- i'm gonna have to go with uh bloodstone because you know circumcising a-, a-, a demon is that's badass like and she- doing it with a spoon a baby spoon of all things Uh and favorite story though the koala bears the 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 the, drop bears drop bears that that was just hilarious i have to say my least favorite character is monica uh she was annoying is it is it is it because she used to lead the avengers yeah yeah (laughs) all you heard from her you know when i led the avengers and then did you enjoy the flashback with her idea of avengers yeah listen and then go Stop and go, go, uh, go, shut up and go make the Avengers dinner. I was like, wow, Captain America, you're a schmuck. Can can we not mention how many times, uh, Mr. Anger or the Lieutenant Anger, whatever his name is, um, was trying to kill himself in very creative ways? Yeah, this cop story was really good. I have to admit, I I really got into this too. Him, yeah, he was right there. Look, he's trying to like blow himself in the head. But oh, um, dude, I didn't know if he was doing the asphyxi- erotic asphyxiation or what at first in the later. Uh, books. I was like, <laughs> what is happening here? Um, and then I guess for me, it's so hard to choose. But I, I there is a soft spot for me for for Aaron, especially because later on he played. Uh, he was a significant character in Marvel Zombies Three. And I think it's the same version of him referring to his fleshy ones and being about drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
My, they were all so white trash people. They were so horrible. But, but I, I okay, for me, favorites, I think it was just for me what I enjoyed the randomness of the backstories. Like Elsa's backstory about how she had to kill the damn thing with a fucking spoon. I'm like, what the hell? Um, yeah, wasn't well, she thrown in a well as an infant? Yeah. 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 And then you had Monica had no problem. Babysitter. Yeah. Oh, Monica, Monica fried a friggin' dog. Oh yeah, that was yeah. crazy. Yeah, but for me, like the fact that the Celestials were all like, "Aaron, you're a shit. Like <laughs> yeah. you're such a fucking get shit. out of here. Get rid of it, him. Yeah, just get out of here." They're like, "What an ass!" Like <laughs> I was like, "Wow." <laughs> like you spend a year with the Celestials, and they're like, "You're garbage. Go home." Um, that 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 killed me. But there were just some moments that killed me. Like, I'm sorry when they went to about the captain's origin story and they showed what his mother did to his teddy bear. Oh, that, dude. that fucked me up. I was, I forgot about that. And I saw that. I was like, I'm sorry. What? Like, no wonder this guy doesn't like bears. Or how, they made, how about how they made him uh, stand the, down. Yo, the celestials calling him. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that was crazy. The new Paramounts were what a what a villain. But personally, my favorite arc is the one where we see Rourke Anu, who is just a dumb version of, of Dormammu, <laughs> make a deal with Beyond for a hundred bucks and, and some of those suicide girls. I liked seeing the mindless ones replace the citizens. That was so, great. Mm-hmm. So and the citizens people... are dead around the ground, and the mindless ones are like playing pool and stuff. Yeah, they're playing pool. They're driving taxis. They're skateboarding. I think my favorite was oh I the pterodactyl. I could have oh the pterodactyl man. Um, I could have sworn I saw them doing like West Side Story. Yeah, they're like yeah, and I was just like, I'm sorry. This is <laughs> this is so dumb. It's so good. Um, yes. and and then at the end with the demon, how the captain just fucks him up because basically he's getting tired of everybody saying he's useless. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, man, this book, but... Oh, and the bomb drops on the captain right there. That was hilarious. Tick, yeah. Tick. Tick. What? Is this ticking? <laughs> um, but honestly, I think for me, the be- one of the best parts in it was the ending because the last issue, you just have like this, these these endless fight scenes. And you don't even need to understand what the hell it is. You're like, what the fuck are they fighting? <laughs> and so I have to say, as much as I love the story, so much credit goes to Stuart Immerman. I mean, what a phenomenal artist. I mean, everything looked beautiful. Yeah. Oh, the, the second to last issue, wasn't there like eight like uh, splash pages? Yeah. In like a row. In a row. Yeah. And also what I love is that Stuart literally when he's showing everybody um, when he meets that guy who alters everyone's reality, they're all under his control and he mimics all of these styles of different artists in such a a fantastic way. I mean, my favorite was that you had the Elsa Bloodstone story and he's literally mimicking Mike Mignola's style. And I'm like, this is so fucking cool. Um, And it's actually funny because the reason that next wave got like they stopped 
because originally the plan was Warren Ellis would do 12 issues and then he'd hand it off to someone else. Mm-hmm. But they got on hiatus simply because A, they were waiting for him to return, and B, Marvel couldn't afford Stuart Immerman's rate. Mm-hmm. So they were like, yeah, we, we, we can't afford him at his current pay rate then. Um, so there was always a promise, a promise that there would be more next wave, but just it kind of never happened. Um, and I don't know if you guys know this, but there was a variant version of issue five that was called the crayon butchery variant. So it was black and white. And they did a thing where they encouraged the readers to color it in with crayons and enter it so they could win like original artwork. Hmm. And it's uh, pretty cool. And um, it was announced <laughs> one of the last pages the caption reads next wave blatantly wasting your money since 2006. <laughs> and I don't, and uh, one of our, our, our comic brethren, uh, Brandon did remind me that they did create a theme song for next wave, hmm. uh, which Brandon posted a link that was created by the series editor, Nick Lowe and his brother, Matt, by, uh, for their band thunder thighs. And that was advertised on, this is how old this is kids. Their MySpace page, um, and the lyrics for it were in the director's cut of the first issue. And I've heard the song, and it's ridiculous. What what year was this true? Uh, two, this is two thousand six. I know this because one of their issues makes fun of Civil War, hmm. especially because they said Mark Millar can lick goats. Oh yeah, wasn't there like a Mark Millar sucks somewhere in there? Yep, somewhere. Uh, and it's also funny because at one point Marvel was like, are these, is this continuity? Like Marvel's like, is this like originally Warren Ellis was like, this is a self-contained universe. There's, there's no way. And then they tried to like, oh yeah, no, um, next wave. Like these are, you know, uh, these are other versions of the characters that made to our world and then got brought back to their own world. And now, and later on, they're like, oh no, like these characters had their memories and personalities altered, you know? So they basically made it out like this all happened within the Marvel Universe. Everybody remembers or kind of remembers, and they were essentially manipulated by the Beyond Corporation, who were a bunch of uh, Beyonders, you know. Uh, which I'm sure you guys remember the Beyonder, the guy responsible yeah, for Secret sure. Wars. Secret Wars, yeah. Yeah. So basically, a bunch of his people decided, hey, we're going to fuck around, which I'm like, you know what? This makes sense about all the weird shit that was in this book. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. So next wave. Beautiful, fucking weird. Love it. Uh, that's my two cents. Yeah. Um, I would say read it. Definitely read so, it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I I'm wish gonna... I could be like Rich though and read it all in one night. I, I do three issues and I start passing the f out. Like it, well, reading is a drug to me. Just like it's it's I, it's. I I have to tell you, uh, Rich, I'm right there with you. I I didn't read the whole thing in one night, but I read most of it in one night. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it was so bizarre but so good that I just couldn't put it down. Yeah, I had to find out what was what, what the hell was going to happen next. <laughs> well, also, uh, you know, my wife, uh, she started, uh, um, Megan started, like, her um, 
New Year's resolution last year was to read every day. So mm-hmm. at night, you know, we're always, you know, she's mostly reading before bedtime. You know, it's uh, I'm I'm normally. She's probably not reading comics either. No, she's reading actual books. So. I, no, hey, comics are still books. Oh yeah. It's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> you. Well, I, I'm gonna surprisingly, um, I'm gonna rate this already. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rate it um, four point seven five Captain Fucks. Uh, mm. I'm going to rate this. You know what? I'm going to go with 4.75 drop bears. Fucker, I was going to say that. I'll stay at a nice 4.75. Yeah, 4.75. Mm-hmm. This was so much four, fun. 4.75 what, Jar Jar? Oh, oh 4.75... Uh... Let's say uh, circumcisions with a spoon. You, you fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, 4.75 uh, dead fleshy ones. Wow, nice. across the board, 4.75. This really that's enjoyed a great this comic. Wow, that's a that's a rare thing. Very rarely are we all on the same page with the book. I, I just yeah. have to say, I we didn't bring it up once. The the bringing it in the beginning uh people are the elvish elvis of snack food like what the fuck oh. mm-hmm. what the flying fan home yeah yep um it, it it's just so funny because i was reading uh what ellis was talking about because you know I, I had to do my research just in case someone didn't like what they read so i was doing research and i pulled up one of his old interviews about it so let me see if there's anything funny because you know um see uh, uh, oh, okay cool. here we go hold on because someone asked him why use fing fang foom um and his answer was because he's ridiculous he's a giant dragon in purple underpants how could you not want to use him really i will admit to taking on certain marvel concepts of the certain ridiculous i was looking through the web about a shot of the cover of Shogun Warrior that had this giant robot 300 feet high but no neep joints. How intimidating is that? <laughs> um, let's see. I don't think there's anything else. Um, okay, so... Someone asked him, and I feel like you guys would appreciate this, who is the funnest to write next wave? He said, it's difficult to say. I set it up to have an entertaining time with all of them. Monica's fun because she's trying so hard to be the moral leader. Elsa's fun simply because I'm writing her as a posh English girl, kind of like Laura Croft if her mother had a drinking problem while she was in the womb. (laughs) The, The captain is a lot of fun, barely there, quite mad. And I'm just like, wow. And you know the one character I got to give credit, although it's I find it funny because I know her, I know of her in the X Men universe, and I can't believe they made her so dumb. But the, boom, boom, yeah, Tabitha Boom Boom from X Force. Um, yeah, oh, uh, that's that's yeah. the that's the blonde. Yeah, yeah the one yeah. she can yeah. she can uh, make explosions, small and large, different sizes. Okay. She's a mutant. Well, um, well, I, she this, was not that stupid. She was X-Force. she was stupid in this. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like that's how I, she survived. Though, though, yeah, yeah, she. Yeah, she, it worked for her. She in, didn't have a brain point. for for whose bush band. Yeah, but I need to say Which, this. Here, mind oh, you, we I forgot, forgot to about talk him. about the return of Fobrush, man. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. Yeah, I, I was so happy to see him there. I yeah, was I, like that's fantastic. I never get to read a story with him in it. Uh, but I have to be honest with you, my God, I forgot about her flashback with Cable. That shit killed me was just tabitha i need your help holding up this really heavy gun i'm like i can't <laughs> I, I can't i can't uh that and i'm sorry if there's one more scene it's the flashback with captain america uh, when he has to go to the bathroom oh my god and they're just riffing on roosevelt and yeah, i was just it, like wow well there's that one part there there's Oh, and they steal his piss. Just stand up, and that should impress yeah. Roosevelt. That's exactly. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, it's one of those I forgot. Like when I reread all this, I'm... for our younger viewers, Theodore Roosevelt was in a wheelchair, oh. but they did not want anybody to know. Like there was no pictures of him in the wheelchair. You know, it was just very comfortable sitting down. That's what we told yeah. him. So, but. Uh, this book, it's 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 definitely one of the books I wouldn't give to somebody as their first read. No, you know, no, this, oh, no. no, but this, but if you have a really no, they good, would, they would never read comics again if this was their first read. <laughs> They'd be like, "The fuck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, but personally, for me, and it's funny because I always said this: if I ever just wanted a nonchalant cosplay, I would just be the captain. Yeah, that would be per you know just a brown trench and a star shirt, star yeah. shirt, cargo pants, yeah, yeah, Converse. walking around fucking pissed off. Walking, I see. I can get, I can get <laughs> smashed. And yeah. con- <laughs> just- oh, I think you and he already have the same hairstyle. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, look at it. it. It would either be that, or I would have to figure out how to make Aaron Stack work. But I would have to have like that would be tough. That I'd have to have Inspector Gadget hands. Yeah, and Inspector uh, Gadget legs. Yeah, exactly. But um, be be the captain and have like a dead uh, uh, leprechaun slung over your shoulder. Either that, or I have the the I don't know what the fuck he did to the work Anu, but that 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 thing he handed Monica, I was like, wow, you fucked this guy up. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember asking. I was like, "Oh, what is the book?" And you're like, "Marvel's Next Wave." I'm like, Marvel's Next Wave. I'm like, "I'm not excited about this book at all." And then no. I read it. No. You eat those words. I, Rich. I did eat them. They were delicious. Not only did I not know what it was, but it was like you were like, "You're gonna read twelve issues," and I'm like, "What?" I'm like, twelve issues of some kind of B-rated Marvel book? Oh, great! This is gonna be fucking glorious. <laughs> It was. It was glorious. I, I don't know, know if funny. my expectations were low, but it was great. You know, let's go with that, Jeremy. But it's <laughs> funny that you bring this up because it's like because when when Leo was like, "What the?" I was like, "Oh no, I made a huge mistake." Um, that reminds me. Of this one time, my mom and her friends used to go to the movies, and I recommended one time. I was like, "Oh yeah, see this movie. It was really funny. We loved it." The movie I recommended <clears throat> was Knocked Up. Oh my God. Parents, my mom and her friend saw it. She said that was the last time she got to choose the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I said I was like, in my defense, 
to quote the great animal house you fucked up you, you trusted us <laughs> like it could have been worse you could have sent her to the end oh man with the seth rogan movie no um that was the one where they just fought the end of the world and what's his yeah. name with uh cannibal Cannibal, cannibalism, demons, and don't forget that scene with the devil where they slice off his dick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know that. You know what? No, but my mom would have liked that because at the end, the Backstreet Boys show up. She would have been like, oh, that was so nice. Those those nice little Backstreet Boys. Like, So I just want to share, uh, you know, how the, the mother uh, hung the teddy bear? Yeah, that that that's my favorite dark origin story. So, um when i used, when i used to work retail um mm-hmm. during the holidays did, some, did uh, someone do that so so here's what happened um they they were hard workers they they always did an awesome job but uh, uh yeah, i i like, i had a couple of stoners that were what's that you got to give the good before the bad. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To, but it was to set it up. You know, I I'd always you know because they had no no uh, no issue working the late shift. Uh, I these two stoners, I'd have them work the late shift, and uh, you know they'd un. It wasn't me and Rich. No, 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 no. But they they were heavy stoners, and uh, that you know they would unpack the shipments late at night, and I walk in. And for some reason, they made nooses and hung all the stuffed animals throughout the store. <laughs> well, that's it, kids. Christmas is canceled. It, it was like, it, and it was a video game store. So it was all like, it was oh, Sonic okay. and Mario and Donkey Kong all hung with nooses throughout the store. Wow, you had Lawsuit City going on <laughs> opening that store. Yeah. Like, like, so kids would have walked in and be like, the worst thing was well kids a predator got into <laughs> super smash brothers and made a trophy room out of everybody <laughs> uh the worst was i i went in late one night to check in on them and just as i'm lifting the gate there's a piece of software flying across the store and it hits okay. it <laughs> Tag one of the friggin' uh, uh, water dispensers for the fire. Oh no, dude! Oh, That's no. like gallons. Oh, oh my god! And I, we're just seeing it shake, and it's like, holy shit! Don't go off! Don't go off! And it was, yeah. No, oh, it, it didn't. It didn't go off, but oh, it was just. Yeah, you break one of those. <laughs> I've seen that happen in construction. That's oh no fun. That's a, and especially there's no fire. That's a hefty fine too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, oh they yeah. we were totally against the the fire code like uh they would stack you know <laughs> video game systems to the ceiling Rich you know. what year uh, not Rich uh, Leo what year was this Uh this had to be late 90s Yeah there were no stinking codes back in the 90s <laughs> there were no codes <laughs> There was one year though Game Genie Holy shit uh, we we had a uh, huge stock of Sega Genesis and they were stacked to the ceiling and uh uh, he went to go grab one and, uh, you know, he didn't grab a ladder. He just like, we would call him monkey boy. He just hold on to the railing and just pop up and, and pull the system down. And, uh, he pulled a little too hard and a whole stack of Sega Genesis came down and like fell on a customer. Oh, yeah. Shit. Luckily, whoa, 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 wait, luckily, wait, 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 
I what game? Like my neck, my back. No, my no, no. The systems. The systems. Uh, oh, okay. Because I thought the game. I was like, ma'am, no. I don't have to tell you this. You almost got killed by ET. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just imagining like really horrible like, <laughs> something. Like just <laughs> you got killed by all our excess copies of Ghostbusters, the Sega game. Like, that was I'm a, sorry. That was a good game. Oh, I know it was a great game, but I'm oh, just yeah. saying, like, you know, you don't want to, you don't want it to kill you, literally. Yeah. So, Leo, you were the manager there, uh, assistant manager. Okay, did you leave I... on your own, or did uh, they ask you to go? No, no, I, uh, I uh, GNC offered me my own store, so I left. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, okay. I, I, I thought maybe management might have asked you to go. Oh uh, no, 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 no! Actually, I was doing such a good job that they started sending me to other stores to like get them in shape. Uh, oh man, yeah. Leo is a cruiser. Oh, dude, I, 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 I like totally went against the rules. You know, I would totally redo the whole layout of the store just because you I knew such a rebel, Leo. I, I was because I, I knew the product and I knew okay, if we're gonna move the stuff here, we're gonna move more of it, and you know, gave certain things, certain placement, and stuff like that. We were always like number one in our district. It was uh, yeah. you failed every corporate visit, didn't you? Oh, they 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 loved me. They loved me. So it was, we Damn we it. made money. So they they left me alone. Yeah, they always <laughs> love you when you make money. This yeah. this 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 fantastic four origin is great. Yeah. Um, Woohoo! Uh, retail making eleven bucks an hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I I think that's it, right? Yeah. Leo? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well. We do it? Well, everyone. Next Wave didn't get too much, although they did make cameos and other stuff, most notably getting dispatched in, in off-panel in Marvel Zombies versus uh, Army of Darkness. True story, they did show up, and they did die. Um, you can see Aaron Stack in Marvel Zombies 3 and 5, and yes, he's still drinking beer, and he's still calling humans fleshy ones. Fleshy ones. <laughs> Um, definitely need to cover that if we get a chance because it's great. Um, next wave, fuck yeah, that's all I gotta say. Leo, Leo, cut the check. <laughs> Let me put my water down. There mm -hmm. we go. Uh, I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. For me, just Google Leo Pond, you find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not gonna say which is which, but I run a Dorkening Podcast Network. Head on over to thedorkening.com. You can see all the latest episodes there. And uh, with that, Jar Jar. Hey, uh, check out Comic Book Lovers Buy, Sell, Trade, and Auction House on Facebook to get all of your comic book toy geek dork needs. Everything. You can buy stuff there. And also, please be on the lookout for the Loose Cannon Show. It's coming back, and I I'm working on it. And I'm gonna have stuff product soon, so please be on the lookout. Woohoo! Woo! Mr. Drew. Oh hi. My name is Mr. Drew. I recommended this fine product. And if you're interested in what else is somehow lodged up here and is yet to be removed by a medical professional, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. These what are these lovely schmucks is probably gonna say my Instagram name again because they all <gasps> always do i'm on screen rant i'm a general nerd and honestly i never check my voicemail so <laughs> love it 
Good evening, and you guys know me. I'm your man, Rich Davis, on Facebook, uh, Velvet Joker One on the TikTok, and uh, you know, reach out. Here I be. Okay, we'll catch you guys later. Ghostbuster Man, 1984. Bye. I hate you, Captain Fuck.